God bless you. This is Pastor R.R. Jordan. Thank you for tuning into the Advancing Church Podcast. You know, the Bible says in Romans 10 and 17 that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I pray that today's message will ignite your faith to propel you forward to the next level in your walk with Christ. Now let's get into today's message. When, when I first got saved for real, I mean, for real saved. I'm telling you, not only did my life change, the way that I worshiped God went to a whole nother level. And and I'm six foot four. So when I start shouting, it's a lot, you know. My arm, you could be on the back row and I might hit you. But when you have experienced the radical, transforming love of God, it makes you do things that that people who haven't been exposed to it cannot understand. They just do not get it. Like, why are you doing all of that? Well, because I had been introduced to pseudo-love my whole life and if you've been introduced to false love when you get some real love oh my god when you get some unconditional love when you get some love that that passes uh, what you have uh, when you get some love uh, that overwhelms you uh, even in your low place uh, when you get the kind of love that forgets your offense uh, because oh my god because he sees our value makes you act crazy hallelujah Hallelujah! Hallelujah! That is the kind of love that moves us. Hallelujah. I want you, let's go to the word of God. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna preach too long. <laughs> I'm not gonna preach too long. Glory be to God. God is so good. Is so, so, so good to us. Glory to God. Yes, Jesus. Luke 7, 36 through 50. I, I, again, I love scripture. And so as I was meditating on the word of God, this woman, her behavior just blessed me, touched me tremendously. Glory to God. Luke 7, starting with verse 36. One of the Pharisees asked him to eat with him. And he went into the Pharisee's house and reclined at table. And behold, a woman of the city who was a sinner 
when she learned that he was reclining at table in the Pharisee's house, she brought an alabaster flask of ointment and standing behind him at his feet weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears and she wiped them with the hair of her head and kissed his feet and anointed them with ointment. Now when the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, if this man were a prophet, he would have known who and what sort of woman this is who is touching him, for she is a sinner. Let's pray. Most gracious and merciful Heavenly Father, God, I thank you for another opportunity to stand in your house and declare your word. Cause hearts to be opened. Cause ears to hear. I thank you right now, God, that you are moving us into a place of relentlessness. That we've come to this moment in time where we have decided to break in to your presence. No matter what would try to stop us, God, we're blessing you right now that we have a heart for intimacy. I magnify you. I give you praise. I give you honor. I give you glory in Jesus' name. I pray. Amen. Before you take your seat, I want you to uh, just shake the hand of three people and tell them I'm about to trespass. I'm about to trespass. I'm about to trespass. Hallelujah. Come on, tell them I'm about to trespass. Glory be to God. I'm about to trespass. Glory to God. Glory to God. You know, God is so amazing. I mean, we really get out. Um, we often get to a place where we cannot fully express just really who he is in our lives and we find ourselves almost being redundant because we're really at a loss for words when it comes to him. And we don't have the ability nor the comprehension level to really express who God is in our lives. I am amazed when I look at this particular narrative because this sinful woman has real nerve. She has real nerve because Jesus is invited to eat dinner at a religious house. He's at a religious house and she finds out about it 
And she says, I'm going to where Jesus is. Despite the fact that she's a sinful woman, she has this desire to get to Christ. And so that lets us know that you you can be sinful and still have a desire to get to Jesus. It, it is not it is not the perfect who uh, Jesus is after. It's not those who are uh, righteous that Jesus is after. He's after the sinner. And this sinful woman has a desire to get to him. Something about Jesus is attracting her to him. And, and she's willing to put herself in a real compromising position because uh, the religious people, uh, they don't play with sinful people. Uh, religious people can do some real damage to sinners. And Jesus is not coming to hurt them. He's coming to heal them. And so this woman, she, she does something that, that again, it, it just, it, it blows my mind because uh, no one invited her to the dinner. No one, no one opened the door for her. I can assure you that they were not excited about her presence. Despite what people's opinion is of her, she still walks through the door. And I want you to understand that despite what people think of you, you better walk through the doors that Jesus is summonsing you into. So I'm not, I'm not the kind of person that's looking for someone to necessarily give me the invitation. I want to be where he is despite an invitation. I want to have enough nerve to walk into places that I'm supposed to be because I have an, a divine assignment. This woman has an assignment from God that she must fulfill and she's willing to walk into the house of a religious man with no invitation. Here she is. She walks through the door and, and the scripture does not record her saying hi to nobody because she, she's not there to entertain the guests. I want you to hear this because anytime you come into the house of God, you're not here to entertain. Sometimes you are coming because all you want to see is Jesus. You're not coming here to, to play politics and wave at people. You break through the door and you run straight to Jesus because you've been going through some stuff all week and you need to get as close to him as you possibly can. Where are the people at that need to get as close to him as, as you possibly can? You're like, I need to get real close to him. And it messes me up because often people allow 
religious mindsets to stop them from getting to Jesus. Her passion for him is greater than their disdain for her. So she is so passionate about him. She don't care what nobody else think about her. She, she knows that they know her because she had a reputation as this sinful woman. But she says it don't matter. It don't matter what they think. I'm going in because Jesus is at the table. And not only is Jesus at the table, he's reclining at the table. And anytime uh, Jesus gets comfortable in a place, he's going to be there for a minute. And see, that's why our worship needs to make Jesus comfortable. Because we don't want him to visit, we want him to rest. And when we begin to worship God in such a way that he gets comfortable, he doesn't just sit, he reclines. See, this is another level. I want God to recline in my house. I want God to lean all the way back and relax in my house and tell everybody else that's watching, I ain't going nowhere. Be the interesting thing is, uh, Jesus is not going anywhere because of somebody that's coming and not the people that are present. He's not going anywhere because somebody is on their way, not because of the religious Pharisees and Sadducees, because they don't even appreciate him for who he is, and we understand that by how they care for him. They don't care for him right. They don't treat him right. He came because they asked, but they didn't know how to bless him when he came through the door. And so instead of them being able to get all that they could get from him, they are missing out on the meat that he wants to serve. They so focused on the physical meat that's on the table, they miss the meat that's reclining at the table. Oh, my Lord. And so they're missing out, but there is a woman who is on her way. And this woman is, is something else because she's an uninvited guest. And she says, I am willing to trespass to get to Jesus. Uh, y'all ain't got to open no door for me. I'll turn this knob myself because I heard about who's in this building uh, and I'm going to get in here despite you liking me or not. I'm walking through this door. Now, where are the kind of people that's like that in this room that says, I don't care. You don't like it that I'm here, but I'm coming anyway. I don't care if you put a sign on the door. I'm about to trespass in this place. Now, I want the trespassers to make some noise. Hallelujah. See, trespassers are willing to go despite what the law says. They said, I don't care. I know you religious people, y'all all wrapped up in the law and, and y'all ready. Y'all probably ready to stone me right now because I don't walked up in your house. But I don't care because I got somebody in here that's greater than the law. I, I got somebody in here that will defend 
me even if you try to condemn me. Oh my God. Now, if you've ever been in a position where somebody tried to condemn you, you ought to just bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. You should be the one in here worshiping right now because God knows how to handle those that want to condemn you. Hallelujah. This woman comes into the house. She says, I, I didn't just come. I, I came. I came with something. I, I came. I came on assignment. I, I came to do something uh, because you religious people don't seem to know how to treat Jesus when he's in the building. So I've come to show you, uh, you religious people who know all the law, those who have read the word, but you don't know how to treat him when he show up. You don't know how to bless him when he get in the building. Uh, let me show you somebody that ain't studied nothing. Uh, somebody that don't know the difference uh, between the Old Testament uh, and the New Testament. Uh, let me show you uh, those who don't know how to recognize who's in the house. Let me show you something. You don't, you don't just sit there like he's nobody. You don't just sit there and just let him recline. And ain't nobody, ain't nobody touched his feet yet. Ain't nobody, oh my God. Ain't nobody blessed him yet. Ain't nobody. Oh my God. Jesus is in the house. They ain't doing nothing but sitting there acting religious. You know how religious people do. How you doing, Doc? What's going on with you? How many you running, Doc? I, I don't want to get into religious talk. Do you have a relationship with the one that's sitting at the table? He's sitting at the table, but you don't even know him. You ain't asking him no questions either. Uh, you, you should really be asking him uh, uh, about his father who, who art in heaven. Uh, hallowed be thy name. You should really be asking him uh, how did they get such favor uh, to have him come and sit at the table? Yeah, they, they should be recognizing him for who he is instead of them doing that they're acting religious. Come to church and just act religious. Jesus here, but you, you don't even recognize him for who he is. Uh, you think you got another scribe among you. You think this, this is just another Pharisee. This is just a Jewish boy. This is more than just a Jewish boy. This is God in the flesh. This is the word wrapped in a body. Uh, this is the one uh, that the prophets spoke about. See, we got to learn how to respond to God in the house. We, we got to learn how to respond. What do you do when God walks through the door? The first thing you do is you get down on the ground. Hallelujah. I'm not talking about physically down. I'm talking about get yourself down because pride will cause you to miss him. Oh, you got to get real low to the ground when Jesus is in the building. You can't act like you know it all. You got to act like you don't know nothing. 
You, you got to act like he's the one with all the answers and you are the problem that needs to be solved. See, that's, that's, that's when you get real healing in your life. When you start talking to God like that and you say, God, I am the issue. I'm not looking at nobody else. I'm not trying to evaluate their spirituality. I'm not measuring their maturity. I know the issue is me. Oh, my God. Where are the people that recognize the issue? Really me. It, it really is. Because if I get me right, ain't nothing you can do to stop what God has placed on the inside of me. If I get in a place where I can hear him and I'm submitted to his will, it ain't going to matter what you say to me. I am focused on what God called me to do. Somebody shout, I'm focused on what God called me to do. Hallelujah. This woman is motivated by love. She loves him. She loves him. I wonder what we would really do if we were motivated by love. If love got our hearts and we begin to move in love, I, I, I promise to you it would cause us to shut up. See, because this woman ain't coming there talking. She came in there worshiping. It, it'll cause us to not be so critical of others because uh, we're not wrapped up in our philosophies or ideologies. We, we understand that we really don't know nothing. Oh, my God. We really don't know much at all. And we'll understand that. Uh, and we'll be careful not to get in a place that we don't even belong the more God allows me to live, the more I realize that there are so many blind spots. Uh, there's so many blind spots. The deeper God takes you, the more you recognize, man, there's just some stuff that I just don't know. And there's some stuff that I just don't understand. Where are the people at that say that to themselves all the time? God is taking you deeper. You got a better relationship with him. But you sit back and you wonder sometimes about some things because you just can't wrap your mind around it. Uh, because his ways uh, are higher than our ways. Hallelujah. Oh, my God. This woman is willing to trespass because she, she loves him and she's, she's attracted to Jesus. She's drawn to him. I began to think about when I was growing up and there would be uh, places that uh, said uh, on the gate, no trespassing. But because I was so intrigued at what was going on beyond the gates, I would climb over barbed wire fences uh, to get in places I wasn't even supposed to be in. And, and then when I thought about that, I started to think about church people who will allow anything to stop them from getting where God wants them to be. See, see, you got to get to the point where you will not allow people to stop you from getting to Jesus because no person is going to be a valid excuse for you missing out on what God had in store for you. You will not be able to stand before him and say so-and-so was going to talk about me. You will not be able to stand before him and say John didn't like me. You will not be able to stand. Oh, my. You will.
will not be able to stand before him and say, Sally, criticize me because he's going to say to you, your passion for me should have been greater than that disdain of you. your passion for him I mean a passion for him that makes you do some stuff that is unlawful I'm talking about stuff that the religious people would would talk about you when you do I'm talking about that kind of thing the kind of thing that, that causes you to say you know what because he's God I'm about to get to church before anybody else gets there. I'm talking about people who are willing to go the extra mile and say, you know what? Because he's God and this is his house, I can't show up late anymore. Oh, see, I didn't get a whole lot of amens on that. I'm talking about a different perspective because you're not just coming to a movie. You're not just coming to a show. You recognize how sacred the house is and you say, God, if I could be to other places on time, surely I will get to y'all. Surely I will do it. The religious people see Jesus as entertainment. They don't see him as somebody to be worshipped. They, they just, ha- oh, he came to my house. They want a name drop. Uh, Jesus just came. He just stopped through. Yeah, he was at my table. Yeah, we fed him. You know, he didn't perform no miracle in here. We gave him. We, we fed him some bread. We gave him some fishes. Uh, yeah, we had a little wine in here. We, we really did it up for Jesus. He came. He just they posted on Facebook. Jesus just came past the crib, y'all. You use it, Jesus, for entertainment. That's the Pharisees. That's the religious people. They, they just want to name dry. They, they just want to talk about how Jesus, you know, Jesus just came through, you know. Uh, you know, the one from Galilee, the one performing miracles and stuff. He, just, he was just at the house. <laughs> but ask them, what did they learn from him? What did you get? Since he came through the crib, surely he gave you something. You mean he stopped by and ain't nobody changed? Oh, my. It ain't that he didn't visit. He did come in. But you never reached out to touch him oh my lord so that means it is possible for him to be at your table and it not impact your life oh my god He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies and he he anoints my head with oil. My cup runs over, but what changed? Because if he does sit at your table and you do not reach out to touch him, 
You never really wanted him there for the right reason. Oh, my God. See, we're getting into the motive, what, what they really want with Jesus. Why you ask me to come? See, there are people that ask Jesus to come all the time. They're like, Jesus, stop on through here. Stop by here, Lord. Stop by here. Somebody's praying, dear Lord. Stop by here. Someone's crying out, Lord. Stop by here. Oh, Lord. Stop by That's all that happened. He just stopped by there. What do we do when he's sitting at the table right there? We asked for him. And yet we don't know how to treat him when he gets there. Come on, let's go back to the word. Luke 7, verse 40. And Jesus answering said to him Simon I have something to say to you and he answered say teacher a certain money lender had two debtors one owed 500 denarii and the other 50 when they could not pay he canceled the debt of both now which one of them will love him more this is because the religious people have an issue with the woman who's present Simon answered, the one, I suppose, for whom he canceled the larger debt, and he said to him, you have judged correctly. Then turning toward the woman, he said to Simon, do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet. You... I came to your house. You don't know how to treat me. You didn't even give me some water to wash the dust off my feet. And I came here because of your invitation. So you gave me an invitation. I came, I obliged, and you can't even get me some water. But he says this, but she, on the other hand, has wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. Now, we can't just, we can't just run over that like that. Where are my sisters at with some hair? Come on, if you got some hair, let me, come on, throw it to the side of something. I need to see it. If you can't throw it, just shake your head. <laughs> we, we know, we know that this woman got to love Jesus. Because she takes her hair. Yeah. See, the glory 
of a woman. She said, I'm going to put my glory at your feet. I, I'm, I'm not so wrapped up in how I look that I can't get low and use the thing that brings me praise. I'll use that on your feet because I know who you are and they don't know how to treat you. Oh my Lord, where are the people at that know how to treat them? The people that, that, that will walk past the religious people and say, let me show you how to worship. Let me show you how to give God some glory. I'm about to trespass in your house. Can you imagine how they looking at her? Here she is. She done walked into the house uninvited and now she at Jesus' feet doing what they were supposed to do. Oh, she's showing out. She's like, okay, y'all religious people, y'all understand who's here. I know who's here and I'm about to give him the best hospitality. She's doing this in somebody else's house. It ain't even her house. She said, but I, I got to treat him right. I, I got to do him right. I, I, I need to get at his feet. She said, you ain't even giving me no kiss. You don't really want me here for the right reasons. You didn't embrace me in any kind of way. You didn't kiss me. Show, you, you're showing that you're, you're, you're not really into me like that. You gave me no kiss, but from the time I came in, she, she, she won't stop. Oh, I got some people who know how to keep going. I got some people on my team that will not stop. When you see other people stopping and going, God is saying, I got some people that will not cease to do the work I called them to. See, this is what, this woman is on divine assignment. She, she was on assignment in a religious house. And she made the decision that she was going to show them some stuff that they missed theologically. Yeah, she the real theologian in the house with no master's degree. She, she the real theologian in the house because she gets at his feet. Again, it speaks to our humility, our willingness to get low before him. 46, you did not anoint my head with oil. What is he talking about? You didn't recognize my authority in this house. But she, she put oil on my head, recognizing who I am and the type of power that I wield. Oh, my Lord. 
She, 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 she got a message going right here. If they just pay attention, she said, look, this is how you do. You get, you get low before him. You humble yourself before him because he's in your house. And because he, he came and graced you with his presence, this is how you show him you appreciate him. Then after you get low, please don't forget to recognize that he's the head. This may be your table, but you are not the head. Oh, yeah. He's the head in every house at every table. He is the head. Where are the people at that recognize that, that he's the head? He's the head. He's the head. He's the head. He is the head. She's, she's trespassing again to teach them all a lesson. Glory be to God. Next verse. Therefore, I tell you, her sins, her sins, her sins, her sins. You all got sins. But, but her sins I'm speaking to right now. Because y'all don't know how to treat me. Let me talk about her sins. Because you don't even recognize that you have them. And if I were not here, you would not have even allowed her to stay. But you dare not touch her while she working for me. Oh, my God. Jesus, like, you bet not, you bet not touch her, though. You can, you can think whatever you want to think about her. But you bet not touch God's anointed. You bet not do this woman no harm in my presence. Hallelujah. He said, let's talk about her sins. And there are many. <laughs> Hallelujah. He says, therefore, I tell you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven. She got a whole lot of stuff that she did wrong. But her sins are what? Amen. Glory be to God. For she loved much, but he who is forgiven little loves little. And he said to her, your sins are forgiven. You came here for something. You about to leave here sinless. Oh, yeah, you are. When you leave out of this house you're going to be lighter than you ever been before in your life. The weight of sin is about to be lifted off of you. Be oh, my God. Because you treated him right in his house. He said, you done came here. You're motivated by love. You have a desire to have a real relationship with me. Let me lift that weight off of you. Let me take that condemnation off of you. Oh, my. Let me get this off of you because you're about to leave here transformed. Somebody shout, I'm leaving here transformed. Come on, say it again. I'm leaving here transformed. <laughs> those who were at the table with him began to say amongst themselves who is this <sighs> do you hear see I want you to hear the statement within the whole narrative they invited him to the house and they don't know him 
they don't even know who he is. Because when he tells her, your sins are forgiven, they say, who is this? They invited someone to their house and they didn't even know him. They didn't know who he was. They knew he was the carpenter's son. They knew him according to the flesh, but they did not know him according to the spirit. And as a result of that, they missed the blessing that showed up at the house. I want to talk to somebody because there are people who sit here sometimes week after week, but because you in your flesh... You don't miss who showed up in the spirit. Oh my God. If you can ever get who showed up in the spirit, uh, I promise to you, uh, your sins will get taken off of you uh, and you'll leave out of this house transformed. Glory be to God. Who is this who even forgives sins? And he said to the woman, your faith. I pray that today's message blessed your life. If you're in the St. Louis, Missouri area, you are invited to join us on Sunday for our worship service at the Advancing Church located at 4152 Washington Boulevard. Our service promptly starts at 11 a.m. We also have a Bible study every Thursday at 7.20 p.m. Visit our church website at theadvancingchurch.org to get more information about what our church is doing for our community, our co-read initiative, entrepreneurial playbook for and much more. This is Pastor Jordan. Have a blessed week.